there is a, a, a lot of confusion about what's happening in the world. And there is uh, some genuine fear about how the international affairs and national politics are affecting our markets and investments and financial futures. So joining us now in studio is Rick McElroy. He is the managing partner of Glenwood Financial Partners. More than 20 years of experience in the industry. Uh, was also an attorney for more than a decade. Currently serves on the investment committee of the North Carolina Bar Association. Rick, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. So, uh, first of all, I want to ask you about uh, fiduciaries. And, and again, I was telling uh, Harrison, our producer back there, uh I feel like, I don't know if it's because of all the commercials and promos that we have here at WPTF, but I feel like I've been hearing the word fiduciary a lot lately. What is a fiduciary? Right, great topic. <laughs> um, and that is thrown around a lot, the word, and I hear it thrown around pretty loosely. Um, and it depends on how you want to look at that. I mean, everyone could be a fiduciary personally in their way they treat people. But the best way to look at this is there's a there's two different main investment oversight uh, authorities. One is the Securities and Exchange Commission. That's where you're required to be a fiduciary. And the other is the FINRA group, which oversees brokers. And there's a difference between investment advisors, which is like our firm, and brokers, which are under FINRA. FINRA has a suitability standard, whereas uh, SEC requires fiduciary duty and not that people wouldn't be that anyway but there's always the conflict when you're producing your income through sales versus producing uh, just through fees that have nothing to do with sales but uh, just for example fiduciaries duties include things like of course the duty of care loyalty um, obedience confidentiality Prudence, I mean, being qualified, of course, knowledge and experience. Maybe the most important that I see is disclosure, a duty to disclose. I've seen uh, you know, a number of, everyone sees a number of situations where people don't really understand uh, a contract they may be in. So this standard is certainly the SEC standard, and they you could be punished for not serving as a fiduciary under the SEC, which is where we operate. But... That's a, a general overview. You could go on forever talking about fiduciaries, their legal cases about this, but I'll just leave it at that subject to any questions you may have. <laughs> <You're good. laughs> you can catch your breath there. You're all good. Uh, no, yeah, I, 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 you know, that's a, a good uh, wide range and a good uh, recap of, of what fiduciaries are. Uh, I also want to ask you about uh, what you guys do at Glenwood Financial. Uh, and I, I know that you have said uh, that your firm requires people uh, to have a minimum investment or other places require a minimum investment in order to seek your services. Uh, what what do you guys do in, in that instance? Sure. Here's our answer. We decided finally our minimum is nice people. And we mean that. That's <laughs> What we mean by that is anyone is welcome to call and talk with us for education, information. We do reach a, uh, the, the sort of the point where we begin to do our full service, and that would be all the, in, uh, the investment business and so forth, and all the different ways we, we diversify. We'd be at 500,000, but we certainly have clients that are just nice people that are less, less you know, well off than that. And we certainly have 
many who are better off than that. But but nice people kind of covers it. We usually explain to nice people um, with with not that amount that we we care for every dollar they have. But there may be an easier way for them to, to invest as start to start off. And, and we just give guidance and education. That's our main thing. We don't try to convince people. We we like to educate and let them decide how they want to proceed. But we're just we're just open. So I just say that. Uh, so is there when it comes to investments? Is there a certain amount uh, that people should invest in order to see returns down the road? Is is there a a certain amount? No, no any amount. I mean, any amount could produce good returns. Of course, right now, you know, we've had three and a half years of unusual from pandemic to. Ukraine's and now the latest Hamas. Uh, I mean, you can go on and on with this. Um, uh, and you know, Fed the Fed manipulating interest rates down and up. I mean, just not a real orderly sort of way. But uh, yeah, given all of that, no matter how what the size of your investment is, the growth opportunity is there. And of course, the emphasis with us is on long term. So right now, you would think, you, you know. It takes some patience right now. It's one of our keys that we preach is patience. But, but you know, if, if you're investing $10,000, you might have a great return. So yeah. I would suggest if you if you want to start, and there are online places where you can do it yourself, you can start with $500. And $500 can grow just like yeah. a million can. So. Right. All right. Uh, I, I obviously do not make a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's say I, I set aside uh, $100 sure. a month. Right. What, what, is that still worth it? Absolutely. You'd be amazed at the math if you could earn whatever percent. I mean, the market uh, has returned a, a very fine average since 1925 when records became really kept really well. But but if you could plug in 7%, 8%, 5%, whatever you want. Um, and 7.2% just so happens if you left your money, it double, your money doubles every 10 years. That's just what we call the rule of 72s because – that, but uh, but sure, uh, you could hundred dollars a month. If particularly if you started at age twenty five, you'd be flabbergasted at the amount that would produce by the time you're seventy, for example. And the retirement age is going up. Let's face it, right? Because we're all feeling better. Uh, just like me, age is a state of mind. So I mean, you know, who knows? Who knows where? <laughs> Uh, Rick McElroy from Glenwood Financial Partners joining us in studio. Uh, Rick, if if there is a, a listener that wants to start working with you guys, what's the best way they can get in contact with you? How can they get more information? All right. First of all, let me say this. I always preach this, especially to my attorney friends. Uh, a, a meeting is not a commitment to anything. We want people to learn what we do. Yeah. I say we're not in the convincing business, but we present in great detail what we do and the comprehensive nature of what we do. And in fact, it's a good time to say that we view ourselves really beyond fiduciaries, uh, and we view ourselves as stewards, which really is caretakers. Um, and so we have a lot of uh, work as financial, um, what would I call it, um, financial life management. And, that, and that's the truth. But uh, no, I, I would just I would suggest, number one, and I know you're what you're getting at here, but you don't have to have a commitment to call us just like our meeting, most recent meeting yesterday, people never met us before. We're not trying to commit them to anything. It's just let them know what we're doing, our views on things, and they decide so whether to go further or not. Glenwood Financial Partners uh, located right here in Raleigh, uh, 919-268-4100, and their website is Glenwood Financial Partners. 
Rick McElroy joining us in studio. Thanks so much, Rick. Thank you. It was a pleasure.